You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. And welcome, After Buzzers, to the sixth episode of the third season of Showtime's Homeland. Episode entitled Still Positive. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today is. Hi, I'm Lauren Leonelli. I'm Nando Velasquez. <laughs> I'm Stefan Wallace. Stefan Wallace is joining us. Yeah. yeah. The newest member to the crew. So let's jump right into this, guys, um, because it wasn't so much espionage, but there was like. Some operational things going on with this whole Javadi uh, situation. We uh, we pretty much take off from last episode with the whole uh, lie detector test. Yes. Yeah. With Carrie in this house with no furniture. <laughs> on the eighth gotta, hole of the southeast the, end of the golf course. It was the ninth hole of whatever. the northwest <laughs> hole. It was the, the, north it was the northwest side. It was I the ninth sorry, hole. But anyway. I, I know she's stealth and all, but how the hell do you know that? Yeah, when you're a CIA operative, that I'm was I'm surprised a, she didn't give, like, the longitude and the latitude, the mm. like, and it's for, whatever. That was a little <laughs> too specific for my liking. But, I, hey, she's good at what she does. Well, when she was taking the test, do you think she was a little too aggressive at being in the position that she was in? Like That's just Carrie. I, I feel like she's aggressive all the time, anytime she she's in anything. She's aggressive. It's a part of her bipolar disorder. They they really trip. Yeah. They, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> that was a joke, we'll, was by a the joke. way. We'll talk that about was that a joke. Um, <laughs> I mean, two minutes on the show. He just, already, he just went there, like, hey. already. Emails uh, and texts to Stefan. <laughs> yeah, that uh, lie detector test. I like what they did. Uh, you know, they do uh, a lot of plot twists and a lot of like get you on the edge of your seat throughout this whole entire show. And that right. was like the first one in the first like couple minutes. They really made you feel like she is going to fail. Something's going wrong. He has total control. She's nervous. Mm. He's on to her. And then she freaking unplugged that stuff and was like, "Hey, you listen here." Yeah, and right. he did. He took that big gulp. It was and- like surgery. She she got the people out of the room. Yeah, right. you know she she. I think actually the fact that she didn't take her meds at the end of last episode, we were talking a little bit about that right. and how she seemed extra extra nervous. Yeah, perhaps possibly because of that. Uh, I think that also added to the lie detector because mm-hmm. it actually got got her more. You know, she says she's she's. Um, it, it, she loses her edge a little bit when right, she has, right. when she's on the meds. So. Yeah, which which we do know that uh, there has been people who have taken bipolar meds, and they say that it. Some say that it makes them feel cloudy or kind of not dulls clear the or well, dulls the senses. Yeah. Some have said that. That's not everybody who takes bipolar meds, yeah. but that's what we're thinking is why she's not taking them. We find out later why why she why really she really isn't taking. probably isn't. Yeah, taking well, them, or what uh-huh. we can assume is Let, the reason why. Let's get off that because I want to start talking about bipolar disorder. If we if we start like 
tiptoeing around it. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to save it for <laughs> no, later. I step wanna, on I wanna, it. Don't tiptoe around okay, it. Okay, fine. Let's talk about it a little bit. We've been getting Do some it. comments this past week, and there's one in particular that I saw on iTunes that said that um, we are assumption based when it comes to bipolar disorder. We are assumption based and ignorant. And I want to. I want to address that and say yes, we are ignorant when it comes to that. We are assumption based, but at the same time, we're also not medical staff here. No one here claims to have a medical degree. We're mm-hmm. talking about a TV show. Yes. And uh, it, it, that person in reference said that uh, something was said last week that I actually listened to the whole show twice just to make sure that it was that what she said was true and it wasn't it what, wasn't what was the... she said that something uh, this person said something that said that that uh, that we that people with um, people with this disorder they like to go off their meds that those kinds of people like to no no we said Carrie likes to go off her meds that's what we yeah. said so we're huh. talking about a character and a lot of the times actually everything I heard from last week with you and me right. we were talking about Carrie's bipolar disorder we so we're specifically about talking about Carrie it's not a generalization and we do know that everybody is different every bipolar disorder every human being has a different disease there and are symptoms all very specific- and we're well, not familiar with them but at the same yeah, time that's what I'm saying. the other thing is Carrie is in a high pressure situation working that even somebody who doesn't have any afflictions or any any uh, medical conditions probably would have a lot of stress on the job. I think uh, right, I sure. think I think that this right. actress I think that um, well, now I can't remember Claire Danes is playing spectacular because she's playing Carrie Matheson. She's not playing a person with bipolar disorder. So let's not pigeon. And I'm saying yeah. this to us as well as to anyone else. I'm not trying to pigeonhole her and make an excuse that everything has to do with bipolar disorder. Right. Right. This is Carrie Matheson. We're but in all about. fairness, we're talking about the story that these writers and actors and these artists are creating for us to talk about. And so have what they, to the audience. So yeah. what they are giving us is what we are uh, commenting on not the disease on its own, yeah. not a standalone comment on bipolar disorder. And, and I, I don't think that, and let me just say this, yeah. I don't think that we've ever made any um, weird or ignorant assumptions about this disease. I don't think any of us have ever claimed to say we know about this. I think we yeah. are commenting on the show. The one time sure. that I think we actually said something, I don't want to call it, I don't want to call it out, but a, a couple episodes you, you said she was crazy. And we corrected that Ooh. right away. because. But not I just, said she was crazy? You said something yeah. that she was acting crazy and we stopped that right away. But yeah. it wasn't even, in my opinion, it wasn't but even I don't about, think I related it to bipolar disorder. No, you're just saying right. it in it's general. Just, right, you right. didn't, but I, what I was going to say is I think crazy is a cop-out. Uh, cra- yeah. It's course, easy to make a character character crazy in any in any TV show or whatever if someone's acting different than we expected to and crazy just saying I don't know what they're doing so that's right. what I'm labeling them right. and I have also read um, that they have a staff of, of uh, people uh, on this show that um, know and have extensive extensively researched bipolar disorder and this is how that they are you know um, creating helping create this character to be realistic yeah. and they have been there has been um, People who have the disease that have written into the show saying how accurately it's portrayed. So I still think even what we're seeing is what yeah. I have assumed is an accurate representation of somebody with the disease. And we know it's different for everybody. But yeah. again, we are commenting on a show. Well, one or two, I've noticed one or two comments saying they don't agree with what the writer's perception is. But regardless of that, we're, we're talking about opinion. a show. It's an opinion. Well, it's an opinion. And some people have better knowledge of it than sure. us. And I will gladly right. admit that. Right. So I, I just ask that we don't tiptoe around a subject. And we talk about Carrie Matheson as a person and who she is. And we make assumptions like the audience out there is making assumptions. Nobody, I'm not, I'm guessing that you as an audience member, I'm talking to a royal we yeah. is not have a medical opinion like this either. Of course. Yeah. And on that, let's just move on. But I wanted yeah. to bring that up because I noticed this affecting our conversation. I of also course. think that's, yeah. the, uh, that's the the beauty of having this platform. Mm-hmm. You know, you can come in and comment. You can say whatever you like. Yeah. And uh, if you have something to share that's going to bring I, knowledge. Or, and I uh, welcome it. 
bring up. Yeah, any we want to know. Of course, we want to know what you guys think and 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 feel and uh, how you are, you know, reacting to what we're seeing on the show. But, but I think uh, calling us ignorant is just as bad as you saying that we're calling Carrie a certain thing because we're labeling her as a uh, None of us are claiming to be experts on this disease, yeah. so just in make fact, it, if you guys want to chime that. in <laughs> yes. on this subject matter right now, yeah. you can call in 424-256-1729 424-256-1729 You can call and talk to myself, Nando, <laughs> Lauren, or Stefan, who's just recently dropped in on this so whole don't, subject don't matter. Call me, don't call me. And we can discuss Give it. Give him the heat. And, no problem. And in, in conjunction with this, thank you for Watching and listening and, and rating yeah. us on iTunes, even if you have, if, even if you're not agreeing with what we're saying, and or thank you for trying to give us information on this. But we like to keep the conversation going with you guys. Yes. Tell a friend. Yes. And anything is, you know, we like to hear what you're saying, good or bad. So we're trying to, you know, talk about the show and and relate to you guys and vice versa. So thank you for doing that. Okay. Well. Enough said awesome. about that. Okay. Until it comes up again later on the show. <laughs> until they present it as something that's part of the show. But Carrie's so, t- Carrie's turn, like I said, was surgical, pretty yes, much from yes. seeing yeah. from seeing the moment when she was in there and she was all nervous and and Javadi could see that she was lying, right? And then she didn't want to reveal anything with people in the room. And once she got, but them was out, that an act though? I, well, I think honestly, I think she was definitely nervous. I don't, yeah. I don't know if she really triggered the lie detector to be a certain way so she could trigger it. But yeah, I feel like you're right. I feel like she was nervous and went, "Okay, I got to take control, take a deep breath, again, get I these dudes the, out." I feel right. the meds might have had something, or the lack of meds might have had something to do with it because she was more, um, you uh, know, nervous. But isn't it all of our perceptions that yeah. agent CIA slash FBI or whatever are? trained to beat these kinds of tests? I thought so, too. I mean, they haven't shown us that on the show. But isn't that like our perception? So maybe that... that, We just know she's going to beat the test. She's a a trained operative. So So maybe then she was just letting her... She was letting her... Not doing the exercises they give you to control your heart rate and keep the nerves down. She was just letting go and then realized... This is a this is a good way to get these guys out because she knew what she was going to say to him. Well, just like Nando said, like she surgically like broke down the whole scenario. Yeah, I think it was all set. And up. she got them out of the room, the extra guys out of the room, and just like when they were outside by the ninth hole, the, the, north, the west corner of the ninth hole, whatever, <laughs> and they were having that conversation, and they were sure. just like, "Look, this is brass tacks," and it was pretty much like. Not like she's made, but it was like, okay, the covers dropped, mm-hmm. and they're like mm-hmm. just talking mano a mano or whatever. Yeah. It's like. Well, um, I think he I need to. I need a certain protocol to go this way, yeah. otherwise they're going to get mm-hmm. suspicious and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So it, I knew it, something it's like, was up right like when that what, was going it's down. It's like, what's his deal? Yeah, but I, at least now we know to, to, to jump ahead and then jump back. At least now we know why he was staking out with the burger watching that house. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. because uh-huh. me and Nando were talking about that last week. We're like. Well, something's gonna come up. I with know. That house. Yeah, and who and is that up. baby? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So came he's up. really a creepy dude. Super creepy. So Javado, Javadi is. Yeah, he's really, yeah. really he's creepster. A creep. he's, he's a creeper. He's he's a creepster. So it's worse than a creeper. Man. Come he's to find out, he stage nine creeper. He has this thing with Saul that's personal. Yeah, oh, yeah. They go back. Mm-hmm. Back to what seventy nine? Yeah, seventy nine. Something like that. That's like what forty and some change years. That's like five thousand years ago. And they were already agents, so. I mean, they're like in their 20s, 30s. Back then, they were young agents. So apparently this guy has already, he's already turned. Mm -hmm. And he's he's totally alone because he was on the side, he was working with Saul. Then he turned against Saul. And now his own country is, uh, he's been embezzling money. So he he has nowhere to go. But they don't know he's been embezzling money yet. 
Well, but the only thing they could do is expose him. But how much weight would that hold for one? And then secondly, well, he can't go back well, there. That's what I'm saying. Him, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He can't go back. Yeah, there. but I mean, and now he's in the, a place where he turned again. So he's like he's in no man's land. He doesn't have nowhere to go. But he came. He came to the stage, remember, so he can meet with Carrie right. and then work whatever the operation that he's, he's still planning an, to work out. He's so still he's still an intelligent he's, officer. He's still, yeah, he's still the man mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned over there. Like, right. they haven't taken it as far as exposing him on that side. But they're good. They, Saul could probably just give that. He could threaten him with that right now. Yeah, so what's the upside for him? I don't, I don't even right. know where he goes. Well, for who? But, for Javadi. Javadi. Well, he turns, that's what I'm saying. He turns he as he... a U.S. asset. That's what he, they turn him for a U.S. asset. I mean, but that's then, not well, upside. I mean, if you give up all that information to the U.S., then you still do he has to what? Be, so like what was the point of going and murdering everybody? Is is that so he's like, well, look, I have no... personal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, personal, but I have nowhere to go. Well, why is that personal? Why would he murder? Because remember, Saul said, I got revenge on him by saving his wife. And son. And okay. son. But it's re- that was- personal. Okay. All right. So yeah, he got his Saul. revenge back, I guess, by taking the life. So, but he knows if he goes in and murders these people, that's then what I'm he's saying. Toast. So, what's his upset? Wait, but, so wait, but why is he toast? But wait, though. But now, if the- how is he going to get out of that? He has nowhere to go. They're not going to try to say it up. They covered it up. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. So he knows he can do that. Here's right. what I think. Here's what I think. The reason why, if we're, if we're going to talk about him murdering mm-hmm. uh, his daughter-in-law his ex-wife and his ex-wife, yeah. The reason why I think he did that was because that was the leverage that Saul had. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw it at the Kay. very end. He was getting back at, all right, fine. You're going to use me as an asset. You have me in a corner because you mm-hmm. know I've embezzled. Well, let me take away uh, Let me take away your bit of revenge. This, right. was, this was his trophy yeah. from that incident back in 79 right. when Javadi took those four people and shot him in the head. His his revenge, his trophy was taking his ex-wife, taking his wife and son from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now he took that away. So it's almost Javadi's way of saying, fine, you don't call all the shots. Right. I can still do whatever the hell and I want. And they're not going to take Javadi out because he has information they need. They need so he knows he asset. can do whatever he wants. They need him as an asset. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that was just... Uh, remember also, one of the things that I actually circled that, uh, that Saul said was uh, about him is that his survival is the only thing on his mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I could see this being a survival tactic being sure. in other words saying I'm not going to just bow down and, and right. let you do whatever the hell you want to me mm-hmm. oh it's a chess match it's a chess match yeah. I agree it's a total chess match right now yeah. but what I loved was what well, we'll, we'll get into ahead of it but I just loved I love Saul's reaction <laughs> to that but yeah, I'm getting way too fast that. it's go. okay but I love that and also just even when he was talking with Carrie to bring it back to Carrie yeah. when they were outside by the golf course and Carrie got really really aggressive with him he's like Saul should have told you to treat me, to treat more, me with more respect, respect. This is a man. This make, is a it man quick, yeah, make it quick. Yeah, make it quick. This is him. Make it quick. He's an intelligent officer. He still has a lot of pride. He's not just. Uh, Saul even said it. He's not just going to bow stubborn. down. He's stubborn. He's not mm-hmm. just going to bow down sure. and accept this. This is him fighting back. Right. Yeah. So he's, that's why I knew when that exchange was going down. I was like, something's up, dude. He is not going along with the plan. Like right. that was obvious. He wasn't just going to. Well, obviously so. something was up when he had her escorted and they dropped her off of without them even having to But even in that little, that overlooking the golf course conversation, it was mm. like obvious that he was like, you could see his wheels turning, devising a plan to like get himself out of there so he could go do what he needed to go take care of business and do some murdering. Well, Peter Quinn said this is just the beginning, mm-hmm. very he clearly. Sure did. So he did. it's like this is going to be a diabolical plan that unfolds in so many different ways. Yeah. Well, you can see it. I mean, if this yeah. guy really has something to do with the CIA agency bombing and yeah. everything else that's going on, then you know 
that this is just the beginning of yeah. a series of events well, that's going to unfold. Well, we're all in agreement that he is the new I don't. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that either. Because here's the one. Here's the one problem I had with this episode in relation to Javadi. Mm-hmm. I thought before this episode that Javadi was the new Abu Nazir, but now we find out he's an intelligence officer for mm-hmm. Iran, and he's yeah. second in command. Well, he's yeah. almost like the new Brody, then maybe. Yeah, he's more like the new. Well, in a way, nah. he's more like. I, I don't even know if I call him Brody, but he's a middleman. Sure. Now, all of a sudden, he feels to me more like a middleman. Yeah. Because not only is he not like, does he answer to somebody else? Right. But also. Yeah, he just doesn't have he's that much power. He's got stuff on so many different people. I think yeah. he's going to start unraveling and just an telling on everybody. Yeah. I want to no, see No, you're right. He, he's not, he doesn't feel as like heavy and scary as the Abu, like the elusive Abu Nazir. It's almost yeah, like yeah. they're making Iran into Abu Nazir, or at least the, the government of Iran. Because yeah. Because they're yeah. Yeah. Like greater, on a But I'm really scale. curious how they do that. Again, I really feel like we need a good... Uh, Terrorist villain, yeah, yeah. And, sure. I, and I know. And now Javadi kind of lost a little bit with. I mean, he's gr- he's great. He's going to be a really awesome cog in there to just screw yeah, things yeah. around. But I kind of was like, oh man, I thought he was. I thought he was the next. Well, Abu we Nazir. all have to know too that just because they killed Abu Nazir, it's not like well, problem solved. Like right, obviously, right. There's, there's it's a network. Yeah. it's complicated. It's a yeah. network. And yeah, there is there is a guy that I'm sure will come. He'll surface. They keep saying that mm-hmm. uh, Javadi is the second in command, second in command, second in command. Mm-hmm. So that means there's somebody. Yeah. That's Abu Nazir, the new Abu Nazir. <laughs> That's the new Abu. Somebody Who's the be new Abu, Abu Nazir. Somebody, we need one. Come forward. We need an Abu Nazir. Uh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with Javadi right now. I just yeah. feel like he lost a little bit on, yeah. on my No, you're eyes. right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. But so. I think that the knowledge he'll share is going to pump him back up. He'll be back high on our list in he a little bit. He might get scary again. Who knows? You know what? The way the way that Saul's working this, they might be creating a monster. Like, we did not realize right. how violent this man could be sure, yeah. sure. until he Even went Peter in there. Quinn was like, you killed, you stabbed, you stabbed her, her with a bottle? Yes. Like, did you That's see personal. Him? Like, when somebody has, does that, yeah. it's Wait, personal. Why? He, he, had a gun. he didn't know the daughter-in-law. He, he just killed her. Not personal. He doesn't know her. Shot her. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He broke a bottle. Put the gun down the on gun the down. counter. Right. Broke a bottle yeah. and stabbed the ex-wife. To, that's personal. Like, repeatedly. Psychologically, yeah. just when it comes to that's personal. So, yeah, maybe this maybe guy. I stand correct. Maybe he but is not the that we're ma- not that we're making comments about the psychology of a murderer. Like we pretend we don't know <laughs> let's that. Get off, let's we're get just... off of that. Omg. Let's get off of that. But still, he's, they, it seems like he's created a monster sure, in a way. Sure. He's definitely set him up. This nice yeah. guy, this skinny guy in a suit. Uh-huh. You figured he's prone to violence, but. I, I really could not expect what I expected. When oh, I, yeah, that I was, was shocked. I was yeah. on the edge of my seat for that one. Absolutely. Okay, well, I don't know if it's, if it's just me. I want to ask the audience, do they feel or do you guys feel, and I want you guys to answer this question, do you feel like the Javadi plot and how they've connected everything is kind of it's kind of loose? It's not so it's not so tightly wound as the Abu Nazir storyline and plot line. Like, for me, like, First, they come up with the six assets. After they just start the season off, there's six assets. Saul goes after them and gets all of them, but one. Mm-hmm. It to me, they haven't quite connected the dots yeah. as far as how to keep the audience in a step by step pace. Sure. As far as knowing, yeah, this I guy, feel a little you, in you, the dark. You, yeah, you understand what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah, I agree. So I'm I don't know how but the audience feels that's... about that because that's kind of how I feel about it. I'm right. kind of like. Okay, where is this this guy? Okay, and how is how was he connected? They know it's he obviously was connected. a writing it's not, tactic. It's not, it's not wound together. tight. It's not for me. Meshing. Abu Nazir, we knew. 
Like we knew it was right. You know, yes. even though there was twists and turns, we didn't always know what was going to happen. We knew what the well, end goal was. I think that's the problem. I think there's a desire to have that one villain that they got to go get, and we don't have that right now. So right. it feels a little floppy. Right. Sure. Yeah. I still feel stronger than it did the first three episodes of, of the course. season. Obviously, oh, so we're, we're yeah. starting to get more. I, right. I'm digging it. So. Yeah. But even Brody's kind of like out there on a limb a little bit. Right. Where he's starting to fade. There's he's in Venezuela for crying out loud. He's on Heron. There's <laughs> definitely a shift in uh, in. In the bad side of things, like sure. Brody is now, like not even he's been in like one or two episodes, and one. again we don't one. or one, and we don't and we don't have a bet like we don't feel like we have a bad guy. Whereas all through season one and two, like it was very like we just said clear who we were going after. So it's a transition, but I mean I'm sure they're getting somewhere with it, like they always do, you know? Hmm. Yeah. We're talking about Saul. We were talking about Saul earlier, and you know how Saul you know has a personal connection and tie with this guy. And so, you know, obviously we saw where he gave him the, the palm check to the nose after, you know, it seems like yeah. Saul always gets, he gets all these, these emotions built up from everything, whether it has to do with, you know, uh, collateral issues with his job, stuff at home with his wife, uh, anything that has to do with Carrie. It's like, dude, why don't you just screw your wife? <laughs> uh, you know, no, but, but be harder on Carrie or, yeah. or do it. You know, it's just like, He's losing his, you know, that whole situation at home with him and his wife is just, to me, I feel like he's perpetuating his own misery at home. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I don't know how you guys feel about it at home. I just feel like Saul is perpetuating his own misery. Like he can fix that problem. I feel like it's fixable, but he's not doing anything about it. But I love about what I love about that scene in the beginning. First of all, is I was calling it last week, and I said I love I love angry Saul. I love pissed off Saul when he was doing that whole thing. And his wife's pretty much saying the same exact thing I was saying. Why don't you get mad about something? Here she is having an affair (laughs) with somebody, and she's talking about it to him, and he's just like, yeah. So okay, well, Saul's. This is the problem with Saul the entire time. Like, since these characters have been introduced, and especially his relationship with his wife, is who does he love more, the CIA or her? Mm. And we watched him season one and two, like, ignore her, and she begged and begged and begged and begged, which led her to this affair. Hmm. And that's her excuse. And he, right now, he's both things are being taken away from him. Right. She and the CIA. And he's just, he's, he's... Uh, I, I don't know that he's done, but he's just like he—he he doesn't but know what. But the CIA to, never left him. They have no, sort of. They're, though. they're turning he, their back a little bit. He knows bit. that he's well, in he's question. The, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, like in the past two years, he, right. he's always—he's yeah, yeah, yeah. always been wrapped up in his work. His sure. work's been the one thing that's never said. I'm taking exactly. a vacation from you. I mean, now that now yeah. what's coming up mm-hmm. is coming up, but. Yeah. He gets to fight that. I think. He, I think he's reached his uh, his limit, though, with, the, with the palm to the face. Yeah. Saul is now about. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, that was him the, mad. That was that's him, him now that's turning him that corner. He's like, okay, enough of all of this. You know, I well, did, if he, I, Henry in the chat actually said that that when uh, Javadi um, killed his daughter in law, it's pretty much he was punching Saul first. That was his way of punching yes. Saul first, which right. I thought was a really good analogy. Right. Well, well, good analogy. This is Be the Henry. thing, though. He's fighting. He went in there and actually physically fought, but when his wife was begging him to fight for her, he just turned around and walked out the door. Exactly. That's weird. He huh? never, but he, he's never fought for her, though. Mm. Well, oh, I mean, he did. He did a little bit when she was saying she was going back to India, and he was like, no, don't leave. But you always kind of felt like it was like half-assed because it's like that the CIA was over here and he was like, "Don't leave, but hold on, I gotta go do something." At no, work. it's more like she's over here and yeah. everything is about the CIA. Yeah, it's oh, like he just oh, wants that security moments, blanket. Yeah. But in the end of the day, it's kind of like, yeah. okay, well, you're gonna go to India, huh? 
<laughs> Mumbai. Have huh? fun. All yeah. right. Uh, you know, Go postcard. Hang out with your boyfriend. Right. Yeah. She's brought in Now, how do you guys feel about that? Wait, the hold fact on. that she has the new guy. I have a question. Did yes. she think that he was going to be gone for like a week or something? Why? Well, he was on... gone. He was out of town. Okay, but why? He went to the he came home duck. Early. He went to the lame duck hunt. She that was <laughs> that... He came home early after he made a speech. Which turned like, out to be a goose hunt. How much earlier? That was pretty ballsy of her. Well, yeah. she, she figured she had one more night. You know, she'd get a little bit more in before. Uh, Una noche. They had the wine set up and the, and yeah. the candles. I it mean, was a romantic dinner. Yes. He was kind of hot, too. I'm not going to lie. If only he walked <laughs> in an hour later. He seemed like a young Saul, though, didn't it? He was kind of uh, like... No. Oh, okay. I think right. it might be better I'm looking at reaching. He didn't even have any facial hair. She went a whole different direction with the boyfriend. Okay. That's what I think. But honestly, I think she, I think she really is in love with Saul. I just think she, she couldn't admit she, that she was in love with the other guy. Right? She said, Tell she me said he's she fun. Went. Yeah, I have a good like. He makes he's me fun. laugh. I have fun, but, and he makes every day feel better. Yeah. But something. again, she wants him every to day show with him. Some it is better. She yeah. wants that to he be Saul. He lacks passion. Yeah. He lacks the passion that she needs. The She's passion a, in in mm-hmm. personal life. Yeah, right. passion in the personal life. But yeah. if you think about it, part of the reason why, and this is not to give him an excuse for not being the husband he should be to his wife but in the line of work that he's in you really can't get too emotional right mm-hmm. and that is a lifestyle mm-hmm. that is a means a means in matter of survival sure so you're saying she should have a, a level of understanding yeah that, well yeah. it's not it's not so much understanding i think she does have a level of understanding that's why she's been around for so long mm-hmm. because in his line of work you're getting emotionally involved or allowing your emotions to take precedent in the workplace could be the difference in life and death. Totally. So you have to make business decisions all the time. You're yeah. constantly making business choices and to actually just exist in that way is going to affect what, home. It's going to affect every other aspect of his I life. And I agree with you, but I think that what makes Saul and Carrie unique and even Quinn unique um, within the agency is that they do have a lot of emotion involved in some of their decisions, which right. is why David Estes That's the irony or the, about the whole situation. exactly or like a David Estes character or this new guy, what's his name, Lockhart. Mm-hmm. They're just like, nope, no emotions. They're like jerk offs, and yeah. the, and these people are like, you know, obviously, and it helps as an audience member to have that they have to have emotion, or we would have no connection to them. Like when David Estes died, we were like, oh. If Lockhart died, we'd be like, oh, but the, we're emotionally invested in these guys. I was so, actually annoyed that Estes died in the bomb. Bombing. Why? Because I wanted Quinn to shoot him in the head in the bedroom. I did too. I know. Sure. I wanted him to get him there. Because to me, I had this personal like thing Vendetta. with Estes. Yeah. And I really wanted him not to go out to general. Oh, he died in yeah, general yeah, bomb. Yeah, like it he was got like, off too he easy. Died exactly. He, he died, want, he died he a hero with he, a bunch of other people. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, from a writer's standpoint, you need to give these characters emotion because we have to connect to them. But also, that's what makes them unique within the agency mm-hmm. is that they have this emotion. And then you, it's what keeps you on the edge of your seat because you're not wondering if they let their emotions get involved. It's risky and... We well, can't just, have everybody be emotional. I mean, Claire Danes plays a character that is so all over the place and so big. Levels, yeah. so many levels, yeah. So it's like uh, they, yeah. they allow her to have the colors and mm-hmm. everybody else is kind of black and white. But Saul, ha- Saul has colors for what we would expect him his jo- out of his job. Like we're saying, you got to have a lack of emotion. But I think for his job, he does allow emotion to come in sometimes, and we just saw it tonight. Hmm. I mean, yeah. That's what makes it good. I mean, That's you got to think, he has, a, what, a 40-year-old operation mm-hmm. that was 
proven successful if these people live their live out their normal regular lives till they have their normal natural deaths or yeah. like you know the wife and the daughter-in-law didn't die in a car crash do you think that this <laughs> is know like do you think that this is like his Brody, like Carrie, like she's gonna be obsessed with Brody until there's like an answer. I actually think this I is think, like his Brody. I think this is his Brody. I think yeah. Carrie to Brody is is Saul to Javadi. I really yeah. do agree because there's a history there. Yeah. Um, mm. There's there's a rivalry of some sorts. It's not mm. the same exact thing. Obviously, no, not the same. I'm just saying in their minds, it's the same. It but holds the same their, weight. Yeah, this yeah. is this is what's going to be their mission, their yeah. life mission. Yeah, this is going to be taking Saul off balance. Obviously, with this chess match, Saul's going to be so much off balance. We're sure. going to see a, a lot more. Enter Lockhart. Yeah. And Exactly. Well, they 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 have him in captivity now. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he's in custody, and this is where the chess match really begins. And then, like like you said, Lauren Quinn said it himself that this is just the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now we're gonna really see the game, the mental, the mental and psychological gameplay between Saul. We're gonna get a lot of taste of that like we did with Brody. And don't forget there's a time limit here too for Saul because Lockhart takes over within two weeks. weeks. Twelve twelve days. So he he has a lot Twelve days. He has a lot that he's gotta do. Twelve days. He's got a lot that he's gotta do before Lockhart takes over. Lockhart watch. Twelve days. I kinda I I was feeling like because of that this is gonna all be compromised a little bit because uh, there's only twelve days. Yeah. Yeah. How much can you get done? And notice Yeah but they've they've work under the gun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right, but... Yeah. yeah. And I mean, notice, even show. though Dar, Dar's left out of this operation, but notice mm. that Lockhart's already getting his claws into Dar, mm-hmm. and that Dar's that phone call between Dar and Saul, Dar was not really forthcoming. Like, right. who knows right. what... Yeah, I who knows know. what he's thinking. Saul, wasn't, Saul doesn't know... What, I mean, uh, Dar doesn't know what's going on with Saul, and Farah comes out of the house screaming, we need you back here! Whatever yeah. she said, and yeah. he's like, oh, I gotta yeah. go, I gotta yeah. go. Mm. He's like, what's really going on? Yeah. I mean, he's usually the guy that's called when... You don't want anybody else to know what's going on. And he's in the dark. Does, he doesn't know what's going does on. Does anyone so. get a little nervous about Farah, how emotional she gets? I think she's a good actress, but she's, like, always crying. It's like, honey, get it together. Well, I think there's they're going to show, like, some type of um, family tie. I think. Okay, say that for predictions. Okay. I, right. with That's what that. I thought as well. No, I'll don't try and take that prediction, Thaddeus. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Uh, I mean, that, that to me would be an obvious. There's some kind what? of connection. You but, uh, the most. She was spe- emotion- Stop it. You pick. I am talking now. You pick <laughs> the most specific <laughs> predictions and say that they're like obvious, and then you say sh- shit like. No, you pick the obvious predictions. You pick the obvious let's predictions. Say predictions for predictions. Right. 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 Let's say. Right. Let's say that for the end of the show. Let's say predictions for predictions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think there's a lot of twists and turns. No, not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, you are not predicting. First, to you go last. No, I'm not. I'll go last. I'll okay. go last on mine. We still got more shit. I might to talk not go about. at all. I'll just let you talk. We still got more of this episode <laughs> yeah, to talk yeah. about. Let's keep going. Okay, so <laughs> let's, let's let's continue to talk about Carrie. So, <laughs> from Saul, let's go back to let's go back to Carrie. Yeah. Or um, actually, no. Let's finish. Missed... Let's finish with the doll first. Okay. Okay. Right. okay so obviously, yeah. something is going to get stirred up with the doll and yeah. this Lockhart character. Mm-hmm. And you know, we know that Lockhart is up to no good. But are you guys? I'm always like this on the show. Like, okay, is a doll like pretending to be on his side so that uh-huh. he can like. I do. You never know. He's like a doll, a doll is sinister. Uh, Lockhart, I think, is is going to be a little bit more uh, stupid. You know, he thinks he's the boss. Totally. He thinks he knows what's but going on. But I'm saying, like, are we going to is... are we going to find out that a doll's like, uh, I'm on your side, Lockhart, and then acting towards the audience, like, uh huh, to um, on the phone with uh, 
with uh, Saul, Saul. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, he didn't say much, but right, really, right, in the right. end, he's still Played on Saul's sides. side. No, uh-huh. maybe he's still on Saul's side. Oh. But also, I mean, Peter Quinn's involved there, too. That's a prediction. We'll get into that later. <laughs> well, no, we did, yeah, we did see something for next episode that was sure. da- with Dar and Peter Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, because he, yeah, but I have, right. yeah. She's got a whole thing about mm-hmm. Peter Quinn, but that's for later. Right. That's okay. for after the show. So after, let's talk. Let's, let's, let's talk about let's talk about Carrie and oh, these so these good. these bazillion pregnancy tests that were seen. Carrie's pregnant. She's pregnant with Brody's baby. So at first I we thought think. it was a. At first I thought it was the redhead guy that she, yeah. that, that she hooked up with. But she then when we see all those. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah, that's that. Hair. Dude, why does <laughs> wait? No, I know because my brain was going faster than my mouth. So people who were watching could see what was happening. It the was guy an she epiphany. gave a blow vacation. Hold on, that you were the blow vacation. About. The blow guy vacation. on the there's see there is a reason why they made that guy look like Brody. Yeah. Oh, you you just came about that now? No, I, I knew that before. No, we talked about the fact that she might be attracted to men that look that, that look way. Like that. Yeah. Okay, but now you didn't know she was pregnant, so you can't say that. There's a reason why they made that guy oh, look saying, physically look like Brody because she was pregnant even when she was stripping. So let's him? just say. She, let's just say she I has. I don't know why it's No, listen. Because I said it. Let's, no, just I put say, it in your head. let's just say Carrie has stripping. the baby. Okay? Okay. And, like, she has a baby with red hair. She's going to be like, oh, it's Brody's. Or this guy that I had sex with on the stairs that looks exactly like Brody. Bum, bum, bum. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, there's a reason why they made these two actors look alike. If she dated no, him just, and started parading him around, like, right, the right. office. That'd be different. Yeah, then, be I different. Think, then I think she'd be, like, trying to throw it that way. But it this just, is somebody no. that nobody else knows. Who, I, I get what you're saying. I'm saying for her own sake to identify whose child for this is. Sanity. It's not like she had sex with a black guy on the stairs and then she was having sex with Brody on That's the side. Guys, it's both not going to be. Like, or, or an Asian guy. Well, she could have sex with a black guy. Well, she should have oh. sex with a black guy. Okay. I think. I'm all for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, they, do you, you don't get what I mean. Uh, I, I, understand what I understand what you're saying. But obviously this guy just represented uh, a, a, a filler. You yeah. know, she's just looking a for filler, the filler. But there's the also a reason why they... I don't, think she's gonna I don't think she's going to deny that it's Brody's baby. It's Brody's baby. Did I, you I, see how many I, pregnancy yeah. tests were in the drawer? And that's another thing, too. It's like, like she's been gazillion. taking them for that long. I love the fact that she had all those because she's such an analyst and she has right. so many facts. It's almost kind of like one of those walls with all those sure, clippings. Sure, it's yeah, like, it she's, here's today's pregnancy test. And she just that has drawer stinks, all Pregnancy she's test, pee- 73. Yeah. She's peed on every single one of them. I think she's taking one every day, though, instead of like a whole long period of time. But I think the point of that was to show how... How long she has known she's pregnant? So, so that we to would show, know it's Brody. So that yeah. we would know it was Brody. Because at first we thought it was the the, the redheaded the guy, redheaded from, guy. The, right. from the comedian store, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, look at that! No, it's got to be. Maybe Brody. she's gonna try and make it. She doesn't like look it. pregnant though. But you I guys do understand that she absolutely cannot have a baby. She can't go through nine months of pregnancy. It just can't happen. Well, but also she, what's going on they, right now. They, when she was in, um, when they had to put her back into the, um, to the, what's the correct word for it? I don't want to get in trouble. The psych the ward. Psych. The psych ward. Yeah, that's what she went to. She, they put her on heavy medication. Right. I yeah, don't know what that she's does. She's going to miscarry this baby. I mean, that's L- what I'm lithium, saying. Lithium, right? It was lithium, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, well, that's one of the drugs, I'm sure. I, I think she took more than one drug. Well, there's a sure. cocktail that they give to mm. uh, bipolar patients, and they're all different. But lithium is one of the main drugs they use. And, well, here's uh, an interesting thought. You, I don't think you can take that when you're... Here's an interesting thought. Did pregnant. they give her a physical at all when she was in mm. the psych ward? Because then they would have known she was pregnant, too. Right. And they sh- they have to. I don't, I, I don't know if they have to or not, but I would assume that if you're in a hospital, even if it's for yeah. mental reasons, test. that they're still going to give you but an you know examination. What? They ask you questions like, as a woman, they say, are you pregnant? And you say, no. 
and then sometimes they'll give you. I've been asked that question before, and they give you drugs that you are not. You they don't. Yeah. They didn't make me take a pregnancy test, but if they give me this medication, it is severely and maybe, harmful. Too. And maybe that's why she stopped sure, taking the meds sure. last episode too, because she knew that. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, I feel like maybe it would be a little more extensive in a psych ward than you're in a doctor's office. I'm going to give you this antibiotic that would mess yeah. with the pregnancy. But they sometimes just ask you, are you pregnant? Yes or no? No. And then that's okay. your answer. So or, I mean, I guess. What is Carrie going to do knows? with this baby? She cannot if have the baby. You're saying Saving no. Saving it for okay. predictions. Okay. <laughs> Carrie's baby. Oh, but crazy Brody's that baby. she's pregnant. She is freaking pregnant. She's pregnant. I know. Big shocker. I just don't like that she doesn't look pregnant based on the timeline that how long she should uh, have been pregnant. Well, what do Shouldn't you, she have been pregnant for like yeah. five or six months? Right? Uh, I mean, like, well, we based on the timeline from think, the... How long ago was the, the, the bombing? Uh, at we, least three, at least three or four to, months, we I think. We were trying to rehash I thought it was like that. five or, I thought it was like five they or six months. They said it. What was it? Maybe you guys can call in or... Look yeah, it up. please. You guys can let us know. But I, they, Adal referred to it in the first episode, I believe, when he said that it's been however many days oh, yeah. or whatever since this bombing, and they still haven't fixed. You know, in comparison to the Pentagon I, after nine eleven. Yeah, I feel like instinctually it's been a couple of months, three maybe. I think three. I think and it's three. Every woman's different, but a lot of women don't start showing until four right, or five right. That's months. True. Maybe that's why I was just trying to get a timeline on that because it yeah. just seemed unclear. Yeah. But she has a gazillion <laughs> pregnancy test in this drawer. I mean, you could take ten pregnancy tests in one day, so technically. But I think the point. I mean, yeah, you ten, can. The point, That's very OCD. Well, right. she is a little neurotic. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. And I think um, she was like, "Dope." Open yeah. the door, throw it in there. The <laughs> point of Let's them showing that was to, I think, for to show time. So yeah, that's they, why they're doing perfect that. example of that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I agree. Her being totally. pregnant is a great twist, though. So good. Yeah. It's, cool. it's, 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 it's cool. a nice shocker. And it's actually keeping Brody in our minds, because Brody was kind of fading out there. Well, since, we, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Right, right. That's the closest way of doing that. And i got to give Lauren credit. She did say that Dana was going to get pregnant, but somebody got pregnant. Hey, and I was closer than you. It's Carrie. <laughs> I have a Dana prediction, too. I feel like I need segment? to write these all down. Okay, so let's talk about Dana since you brought yeah. her up. Oh, Dana's so annoying. I feel oh, like Dana, the Dana. writers are trying to gracefully help her. I disagree. Move on with her life. Hmm. As an actress. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I think they're As an actress. Yeah. I mean, okay, you Dana, disagree. Go ahead. Dana's Go ahead, even, Lauren. I want to hear this. Okay. Even this is good. Dana. I, That's yeah. what I think. Dana, I'm sick of watching her pull her sleeves over her hands. Dana's I can't sick of being Dana. Um... Tell us, tell us why the you think that. The reason why I don't think they're writing her off is because I just have a weird instinct about the moment when she was getting her name changed, mm-hmm. and I, I'll talk about the mother, Jessica. Jessica. Um, but I was going to say like the mothering aspect there that was uh, happening. But um, when they were changing her name, and she was about to sign the document, and they said, um, it, she said, is this all I have to do? And the guy said, yes, it's that easy. And then uh, Jessica stepped in and said, how long does it take? And he said, like, three to six weeks. Mm-hmm. I really feel like there's a reason why they said that. Something is going to happen within that time frame that's going to allow this to not have gone through, or she she's not going to go through with it. And so I think they're letting you think they're removing her from the show, but I think I know how they're going to draw her back in. It's mm. my opinion. Okay. But she's going to take a temporary hiatus. Yeah, sure. sure I be- yeah, of course. And I think maybe we're all kind of sick of her at- a little bit. I am. <laughs> a lot, of, a a lot of people seem are. Her, a lot like, of people are. teenage drama that clearly is, like, more than just average teenage drama. I get it's very severe. She tried to kill herself, and it's a right. horrible thing. But right. uh, it's just like, ugh. 
the angst. It's like, I can't. And it was, it was kind of ra- abrupt. It was like, I'm going to stay with this random black And family. that's what I want to say. I well, was like, okay. First of bye, all. Dana. <laughs> I thought it was a good move. I thought it was a good move in the fact that she goes to her mom and she says, I want to I want to change my name, which is a shocker. And then yeah. she says, I want to take your maiden name, Lazarin. So mm. that seemed like they were both bonding. Right. And then yeah, it turns out, and then the it face. turns out, like, no, yeah. I mean, I want to get rid of everything Every, yeah. about but me, which I means just, I get away from you. The lack wow. of control that, and I get, uh, I'm not pretending to know I'm not a mother, but the lack of control that is happening there with Jessica and Dana, and then the poor brother that just sits there like mute in the background. I just feel like it's so annoying. She's like, I want to change my name, and Jessica's like. Okay, not like well, she just lets her do whatever she wants. Well, here's the thing: I mean, she She's, can't tie see, her down. They, I get they, it. But. They've already they've they've already established that Dana has is a very independent thinker, and she's uh, always been more connected to her dad. Yep. And she's always mm-hmm. beefed and butted heads with her mom. Right. So now that her dad's not even in the picture, yeah, and he's let her down like completely and totally. Like she's mm-hmm. on an island. She's out there by herself. True. She's not. She's going to do. Now she's going to do what she wants to do. I know. And just, Jessica is not. She doesn't look at Jessica as a motherly figure no. or authority. But there's, but there's right. also. Person. You're right, right. And it's because of everything you just mentioned. But also it's because she's never clearly acted in that role to her it doesn't seem well here's the thing I mean, Dana's a little more socially mature than Jessica also so like if right. you see all the situations that happened last season socially speaking how Jessica was responding to being this new congressman's wife and all this stuff and Je- and uh, Dana was always calling her out mm-hmm. like yeah. you trying to fit in and blah That's blah blah, blah. like she was the mom and Jessica right, was right. the That's teenager. That's what I'm saying. That's what I have a problem with watching yeah. this go down. I'm going to change my name and now I'm going to move out and it's like okay oh and by the way take this credit card Wait, take this. No, Dana, Dana did pray on that um, on the carpet in the in the garage. I don't well, know. If she we should, tried it is out. Is that nothing, or is she that she didn't something? know what she was doing? Uh, she. Watched. I mean, she didn't know. She's modeling. Maybe the she was. The, maybe the she was. That was modeling. She was. Maybe mimicking. she was trying to channel something about what her dad. What maybe he, where he was at uh, emotionally. She was mimicking the motions, or, but she doesn't know the actual prayer. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Okay. But there's an opening. But no, but there's a curiosity there for sure. sure. Yes, most definitely for sure. So okay, so Dana is bye bye Dana. Dana is for a little bit gone mm-hmm. for a <laughs> minute. A little Probably bit for a minute. I think Dana's gonna get kidnapped. They're not. She, they're not kid- she right just did. She got kidnapped by they're Nicole. Not sick of her. So. <laughs> that black girl kidnapped her. Her friend Nicole came and just swooped her up. Her friend. She's gonna get a ransom letter next episode. That's yeah, my right? prediction. Oh jeez. <laughs> we got your daughter. Stupid. Come out of hiding, Brody. We yeah, got your right. daughter, Brody. For real? Mm-hmm. Brody's on heroin right now. He doesn't know anything from anything. <laughs> okay, so what That's else true. do you want to discuss? We pretty much discussed everything for this episode. Do you guys have any anything else you guys want to chime in? No, just some predictions. Um, I got some news, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh. After Buzz. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, you can't Amanda. say the word like that. It just I got comes uh, out. Yeah, it just comes right out. Uh, Claire Danes is posing topless in Interview Magazine. Really? Yeah. So uh, we get to take a look at her. Yeah, she's, she's going to be in the upcoming uh, Interview Magazine, posing topless. Yes. So uh, good luck for that. We, uh, look out for that one. Good luck we, for we that. We kind of want to see it, but we don't. I, don't. I don't know how I feel about that. You don't that. know how you feel about that? Yeah. I think she's hot. Yeah, I think she's, she's still hot. Yeah. That's not, not my style, but yeah. Okay. Well, we, we, know, <laughs> we know now he's not going to be online for that. <laughs> no, so, okay. Don't look for him in the <laughs> newsstand. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm looking at a photo. Well, actually, they're not showing the top. It's from the, Daily, it's from the New York Daily News, so they're not going to show it anyway. But yeah. it's, it's, she's looking pretty good. 
I'm she's sure they vamped her up. Even after a kid, she's got a, she's got a great body. Of course. So, yeah, oh, totally. yeah, she bounced back after. The, she was at the Emmys or uh, the Golden Globes uh, last year, I think. Uh, gosh, three, four weeks after she had the baby, she was... Was that the Golden Globes point. or was it the Emmys? I think it was the Golden Globes. It was the Golden Globes. And okay. she looked like incredible. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. She's so. definitely, yeah, she definitely keeps her figure really of well. Of course she does. Well, Hollywood. Claire, will we be looking out yeah. for you and, and then, your toplessness? And mm-hmm. then also, when she's not appearing topless, she's also going to be hosting the Nobel Peace Prize concert coming really? up. Really? Wow. Yeah. So That's, that's awesome. actually kind of dope. She yeah. gets about, oh, you'd see that. You yeah, I'd like her. that. I like that about her. <laughs> now you want to see her now topless. Now you're interested. I'm attracted to her mind. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what they all say. What a gentleman. <laughs> sure. Okay, yeah, so that's cool. awesome. So that's pretty much it. That's what I got. Awesome. Okay, okay. okay. Claire Danes doing her thing. We're gonna move right into predictions. Hmm. Okay, so I, episode seven, season three, Showtime's Homeland predictions. Lauren Lee the Nelly. reason why I don't Go. think Dana is gonna disappear is because we all saw that that Carrie is like, you cannot let anything happen to this girl. This is the only way we can connect Brody back to us. We can use mm-hmm. her to get him, whatever. Okay. So I don't think that they're going to let her go because of that. But once Carrie... Okay, I'm going out on a ledge. She's going to discover that she's pre- she discovered she's pregnant. It's Brody's baby. She knows that it is. And that's how she's... Dana's going to go off on the run. Carrie's going to try and come back and say, so, you know, what's what's going on with Dana? We need to keep her safe to Jessica. Jessica's going to be like, I don't know where she went. And Carrie's going to be like, God, we got to get her back. If she admits that she's got this half-brother sister coming, it's going to draw Dana back in and she doesn't have to change her name and it's all... I, that's why I think it's going to go on there. This, this pregnancy, this half-sibling that is about to... Maybe won't ever happen, like you're saying. I don't know that the baby's going to actually ever be born, but it's going to draw her back in, and they have to keep Dana in the picture because they, there's no connection to Brody. They got to tie. They got to draw him back in with her. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Stefan predicted uh, miscarry. I, I did. I did. Go, I go. don't approve. I don't. I'm not saying that's some, something. <laughs> don't apologize. I want to happen, but yeah, I can't see her having a baby on the show. I agree with you on that too. You know, uh, it, I, I kind of agree with you on that too. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if, and that's also her way. I mean, we we haven't seen Brody in a while. It's also their way to get Brody back in the picture as well. With yeah. Carrie saying, "I am pregnant with your child." Yeah, but considering everything she's going through right now and all the stress and everything, I just can't see. Nobody that. knows yeah. she's pregnant. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. Not even Saul. Not even Saul. Apparently, as, as far as we know, my prediction is you guys were just about to hit it that her new roommate. That she's moving into, that Dana's moving into the city. Mm-hmm. She looks kind of, you know what? She could pass as Venezuelan to me. So oh. I kind of feel like she is going to. I, I do kind of feel like Dana's going to get kidnapped or, or taken down Wait, down no. in Venezuela. Oh. Yeah, the black girl I, looks kind of Venezuelan. I, I think she can pass for Latina. Well, right. I think she can. But you can, be way, bla- you can be black yeah. and be but, Venezuelan. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, either way, I don't think that roommate is on the up and up. Right. She, she, yeah, I think Dana's in trouble with this person. We just sure. we just don't know it yet. So she's either a CIA agent, but I, I kind of think she kind of works more. And clearly, uh, Dana trusts people like way more than she should, <laughs> considering what goes on in her life. She went off with this murderer boyfriend. Yeah. And she was like, she's my friend, and she's just going to go live with her. Oh, yeah. come on, people. If they incorporate when Dana. More to the plot on that level, I will sincerely be She's, annoyed. And I'm sticking. And <laughs> I'll be like, really? and I'm also sticking to my prediction that Brody will not be seen until episode eight. So Why did you pick episode eight? I just, I just I thought, you were, episode I thought you were episode seven. No, you were episode seven. Was it episode was seven? The end of this he episode, was episode so six. Yeah, he was gone. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I say eight. Okay. So. Well, my, well, my prediction is is 
My prediction is kind of obvious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go on the limb. I'm just gonna think we're gonna. I know we're gonna see more of the shenanigans that Dar and Lockhart are gonna concoct. Oh, I, I have another prediction. Okay. Peter Quinn is gonna go like rogue from Adar, like completely and totally like, doesn't want anything to do with him. I know he kind of already has disconnected himself and is working more with Saul, but he's like done with that. Him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I kind of mm. think so. The uh, the new CIA agent that is the Muslim girl. What's her name? Farah. 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 I think that she oh, is. She's related somehow. Related. That's why she's getting so emotional. I agree with you too. Yes. That was my question. And I don't know who, how exactly, but it ties into this whole thing. Her family line, her bloodline. Yeah, somehow. Her bloodline. And mm. I just have to say that um, I won in predictions this week. <laughs> we story. had two, two to one for she everybody. She thinks else. she wins at everything. She no, just I, calls I, herself. I, no, You're like I the let you win that one week. She I let said, me win. I said, you no, see this language? She won again. She won again by so letting you win. Two, you are the self-proclaimed yeah. of everything in your life, aren't you? No, two to one. <laughs> it's so funny. She's holding it down. Yeah, where can we find you guys right until now. next week? <laughs> I'm Lauren Leonelli, and you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website, and I'm the Prediction Queen. I'm Stephon Wallace. You can find me on Twitter. I am more fire. Yep. Good All right, and I'm Nando Velasquez. You can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And I am Club Thaddeus, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time, after buzzers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. That's a, that's Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.